It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. Listen, before I even say what I'm about to say, I need everybody to prepare yourselves to do whatever you have to do to share this episode. Uh, Don't be scared to share this episode. Everybody needs to hear this. That's black, especially black women. Black woman. I'm going to say this as just blunt, directly as I possibly can. Stop fighting with black men. I'll say it again. Black woman, stop fighting with black men. Okay? For one, you are one of the most victimizing groups in America. I usually talk about about two to three main ones. LGBTs, really the B's and T's, no, the, excuse me, the G's and T's, the L's don't really got much to say. The B's, I mean, the B's, they tell, well, yeah, the B's, they don't really have a group. It's really the G's and T's. Modern feminist, and then to be more specific, black women. Some of y'all might be wondering, well, why'd you separate the feminist from the black women? They're all women, right? Yeah, but black women have their own complaints that do not include feminists because of the fact that some of those feminists aren't black. So you have to separate black women. You are starting to lose credibility. Now, I'm, I'm saying this honestly, not even just as a black man. I'm, I'm, if anything, what I'm saying could actually work against me. Seeing how much of opportunist you have become, this could actually work against me. But I'm just going to give you some free game here. Some free gems. I wouldn't even call it game or gems, actually. But when you out here screaming to the world how unprotected you are, and everyone, not just black men, everyone sees how combative you are, people don't take it seriously. If you're going to scream and shout, y'all need to see, y'all have learned a lot from white women, but it seems like y'all ain't learned everything from them, clearly. Might want to take some notes from them. When they get out here, hear me out now. When they get out here and they like to scream and and shout victim, they like to play along with it too. See, they don't get to be arrogant like that. And this is what you've become. And trust me, the world sees it. Most people are just too afraid of you to say anything. That's all. But oh, they trust me, they see it. And if you pay attention, people are starting to speak out. People are starting to speak out with their words and their actions that they don't take you serious, bro. They don't. And when you think about it, you remove race and you remove your plight from it. Why should they? Why should they take you serious? Honestly. When When you really think about it, would you take someone serious like that? If you've seen someone screaming, oh, man, my, the example I always give people, like, I use like the, the street dude analogy, right? Where you got the street dude who's like, bro, I can't go to that neighborhood. I Man, them, them dudes over there, they want to kill me, man. Them dudes over there is crazy. They're dangerous. Right? And I'm like, man, for real? He's like, yeah, man, I just try to stay with them over there, man. I don't know why those guys want to hurt me. I never did nothing to them. I don't know why these people are always messing with me. I don't do nothing to nobody. And you're like, okay, okay. You kind of, you start to listen like, okay. But then you see him on the internet the next day antagonizing these same people who he's so scared of, who he, he he don't mess with. And I don't know why they be trying to shoot at me. He on the internet dissing their dead friends. He on the internet saying 
you know, the F word and then putting their neighborhood name behind it or their, their little crew behind it or certain names behind it. He walked through he walked through that neighborhood all the time. And when he go over there, he don't even bring no gun. Will we believe that it's really that serious for him? Will we will we give him any credibility? No, we wouldn't. We would not. Every day I see it. I have it happen to me and I see it. I have it happen to me and I see it. Yesterday it happened to me. The day before it happened to me. I'll tell you two quick stories. Well, I'll just tell you one. The other one I'm not going to tell you, not because of anything bad, but simply because I, first of all, I feel like I've already mentioned it in one of the previous episodes. Second of all, I just feel like it's not my place to mention it. It, I'll just put it that way. But this one I'll tell you about because it just happened yesterday. And I'm not even here to shame this woman, honestly, because... And I'll, matter of fact, I'll just tell you why, as I'm telling you this story, why I'm not here to shame her. I'm just telling you the truth. And this is common in America. Here we are. If you're familiar with Atlanta, we're in the Midtownish area, but we're in Georgia Tech territory. It is predominantly white and Asian kids outside. Scattered amount of blacks, right? Predominantly white and Asian kids were the audience of what I'm about to tell you. All right? These are college kids. You know, these are the most think they know it all kids they, they mean college kids are one thing I like about college kids is they love to look at the world they want they want to know the world they people don't go to college to to really get specific they, they want to learn everything they come to college I mean you got to think for most of these kids it's their first time being outside the house for real walking down the street without parents really getting to see things and take them and analyze them the way they want to and this is what they see this is one incident. I can only imagine what else they see, especially living downtown in Atlanta. And it's not like Georgia Tech kids only hang out in Georgia Tech campus. I mean, they go everywhere, right? They go to uh, Edgewood, Ponce. They go everywhere. They go to, down to Georgia State Territory, all of that, right? Okay, so um, I I pull up, and it was I had to get some I had to get some food, and there's a trolley uh, bus stop. Thing. And it says, don't park right here. But you could park in this other place because I just watched this other dude or lady, I don't know, pull out of this other spot. Now, it's just like parallel parking right in the street. You know how that go. So I'm like, OK, I have to park right here because I'm not going to park all the way around the corner just to go in here and pick up some food that's already ready for me. So I pull into the same spot that I literally waited for someone to pull out of. I back up. I'm a I'm a very skilled driver. OK, I back up. As much as I can to make sure that the trolley, because, you know, those trolleys are kind of big. It's not like a, they're like buses almost, but they're not like the size of like the regular buses, but they're like smaller buses. So I look behind me and I back up and I get, I ain't gonna lie, I got pretty close to this white car, right? But I did not touch the white car. I did not. As I'm literally sitting in the car getting ready to get out, here comes a black lady. She couldn't have been no more than maybe 34. She couldn't have been no younger than maybe 22. I don't know. She's somewhere in that range. She comes outside. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm like, yes, how are you doing? She's like, um, do you realize how close you are to my car? I said, yes, ma'am. Um, I did that intentionally because of the trolley thing right here. I literally talked to her this calmly. This is how I'm talking to this woman, right? 
And before I even go any further, I don't feel like the way she came at me and the way she's about to come at me and the way that she handled the situation, she would have did the same thing with a white man, a white woman, a black woman, a Spanish man, a Spanish, anybody else. Y'all seem to have a lot of, you know, you know, you, you, you bout it, bout it when it comes to black man. You a little resistant when it comes to even a black woman. You definitely don't want no smoke with a white man. You ain't got no problem with the Spanish folk. But that black man, y'all come out like shh, like y'all got balls the size of walls. So she comes out and she's, excuse me, do you not, do you not see how close you are to, your car, to my car? I explained to her. Then I even ask her. I say, I said, I said, I think I said something along the line, ma'am. I think I call her ma'am. I said, ma'am, if you would like me to, I could scoot it. Like, I'm thinking she's trying to leave. Mind you, I just had to run into the store really quick, right? Um, it wouldn't, and it didn't, because I eventually did. It didn't take me no more than maybe 10 seconds, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she goes and she's like, and mind you, she's yelling. And she's standing in the middle of the street when she's doing this. She's like, get out of car, come see how close you are to my car. I said, I'm trying to explain to her that I already know. See, at this point, I'm confused. I'm really thinking she's joking. The way she was kind of looking, I thought, like, is this a joke? Like, are you really seriously standing in the middle of the street? Like, everybody's walking by looking. It's the, it's like 5, yeah, matter of fact, about 5.30 in the afternoon when this happened. 5.30, between 5.30 and about 5.45 when this happened. So, it's kids everywhere, right? College kids, adults, whatever, everywhere. And she, she got her friend back there yelling, yeah, Tanny, whatever like that. I'm like, oh my gosh, is this really happening? Right. And I wish that if I was thinking, I would have recorded it. Um, but she's like, um, come on, get out of the car and see. And I'm like, I'm like, do you want me to do you, like, I'm just trying to avoid the problem at this point, y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, see, the difference is we still have to look at them as women, but they don't have to look at us as men. So I still have to handle this situation like it's a woman. Because if a dude ran up on my car like that, I would have got out that car. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. But it was a girl, so I'm like, man, do you want? I can just scoot the car up. It's okay. She said, no, 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 don't scoot the car. So this is how you know they want problems. This is how you know they want problems. If my car being this close to your car is an issue, why would you not want me to just solve it? Because you want someone to go combat with. You walk around all day. Really, let's call it what it is. I'm, I'm not saying this goes to everybody, but a lot of y'all walk around all day envious of the Spanish woman, uh, resentful towards the white woman, uh, jealous of your fellow black sisters, scared of the white man, or worshiping him. And you deal with natural frustrations just like the rest of us. Just like when you go to work and the coffee machine don't work, right? Or you call somebody and they don't pick up the phone. Or you didn't get that good morning text that you wanted. Whatever. But you don't have anybody that you can take it out on all day, especially living or working in a diverse community like that. But oh, here go a black. Ooh, perfect opportunity, right? And that's what y'all see us as. A perfect opportunity to release your frustrations. All uh, your failures or whatever didn't work out for you today or in life in general. Right? So, and I, I, I see through everything. I have the spirit of discernment. I'm prayed up, right? I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So, and I've been praying to God. I've been praying to God for patience and to always handle situations with care and love. And He's been doing that for me. So, as she's, I keep asking. I'm like, ma'am, I could just pull up. 
So I start to kind of turn the car. She says, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Hold on, I was going to show you something. So I'm like, okay, maybe she's just having a moment, whatever, right? So I let her take a picture of the car. She walks into my door frame. I did not invite her into my door frame. So when I say door frame, I want you guys to imagine you're sitting in the drive seat of your car. When you open that door, when you swing, so if you're in the car right now, just try it. You'll see for what I mean by the, what I mean by walking into my door. Some of y'all already get it, but let me, just bear with us. If you open your car door, that space that it would open from. So if you right now, if you take your left arm and you just swing it, all of that is my personal space. She enters into my personal space and puts her phone in my face. Right. And I say, okay. And I kind of smile at her, maybe make a little gesture, like a little laugh, like I just did like that. And she's like, yeah, so now you see. And I'm like, ma'am, I, I saw it through the mirror right there. And I point over to the building that was next to us. So if, if you're in Atlanta right now, do you know where the Buffalo Wild Wings is next to the Waffle House over there by Georgia Tech? That's where we were. I was going to Buffalo Wild Wings. OK, so um, and that's where I was parked. So there's there's glass buildings right there. And I used the glass as a mirror to see how far back could I go without hitting this car put my, uh, what you call it, signals on, my emergency signals on, run into the store, come back out. It should not take me no more than maybe a minute at most, which it took me less than that because everything was ready. They put it in the to-go thing at the Buffalo Wild Wings. I went in there, I grabbed it, and I walked right back out, right? So she tells me, yeah, and if you hit my car, it's going to be a mother effing problem. And I'm just like, so at this point, I'm like, okay. So I said, I said, I, I, she, I said, excuse me. She said, yeah, it's going to be a mother. So I said, I made her say it twice. I said, okay, so is that a physical threat? And as soon as I said that, now nah, you ain't got to worry about it. I'm going to call the police. Big gangster who ran up on me, making a scene. Everybody's looking. Everybody's looking, right? All of a sudden, I say, is that a physical threat? Which I don't know how she take me asking that. You know what I'm saying? If I take it as I'm going to shoot her, hit her, or call the police on her. So she jumps to all of a sudden calling the police. These are the same women that love to protest for us when we get shot by the police. But they're the first ones to call the police on you, brother. I promise you that. <laughs> Trust me. They will be the first one. I, I done dealt with situations with every race you could think of. Every gender. Well, the two genders. And I'm telling you, believe it or not, they will be the first ones to call the police. After you done ran up on me telling me that if I if I do hit your car, which at this point is, I'm not going to hit your car, dude. Like, the car, my car is turned off. Like, if I turn my car back on right now, it's to leave or to pull up so you can get out if you need to get out. Right? She stands there and starts to call the police. I say, you know what, ma'am? And I say it out loud. I say, do what you got to do. So I walk, there's a black guy that was standing the whole time kind of like laughing, it's like, dude, he literally looks like Rod Wave. And I, and I walk up to him, I say, you see this, bro? He's like, yeah, man, she tripping. I'm like, it's our own people, bro. He's like, yep. Uh, everybody's looking like, kind of looking at her like, what are you doing? Like, she's standing in the middle of traffic, right? Luckily, there wasn't too many cars going by. And she's calling the police. She has not, I did not yell at her. I did not call her any names. I did not uh, threaten anything to her at all. And everything I'm telling you is God's honest truth. I'm not. He, here's the thing about it. Before I even go any further, y'all remember when Kevin Samuel said, "You can't make this up." I don't have. I don't have to lie about anything when it comes to anybody, but especially black women. Y'all are going to give daily content. I said that months ago. 
before I was a Christian, before I started taking things seriously. And I'll say it again as a Christian. And then God put conviction in my spirit. Lord, Heavenly Father of Abraham, Jacob, Isaac, if I should not speak like this, stop me. You guys will give the daily content. No one has to lie on you. No one has to add details or take any away. What's crazy is I have seen and been in plenty of situations where if I was to tell you guys the stories, I would actually take certain parts out. Not what I did or what the man did in the situation, but what she did. And still it would be enough for you to be like, dang, yeah. These are things that you just see. And they love to call the white woman Karen. Is this, doesn't this sound like a Karen situation to you guys, though? <laughs> if I would have told you I was a white woman, all y'all would be like, mm-hmm, dang, yeah. But when it's a black woman, some of y'all right now, y'all triggered. Some of y'all are triggered right now because it's a, it's a black woman we're talking about. But if I told you the same situation and said this white lady was tripping on me like this, you'd be like, yeah. And you would you would have no mercy on her either. There'd be no grace. There'd be no mercy. There'd be no sympathy. There'd be no, well, maybe she was having a, some of y'all probably just say she was having a bad day, whatever, right? Here's the thing about it. You know why I don't take the bad day part serious? Because I thought about it and I talked to my SO about it and you know, we both agree that it's possible that she had a bad day. But you know why I don't care? I've had bad days. I'm pretty sure all of us have bad days every now and then, right? When you're having a bad day, you can't expect somebody to feel bad about you having a bad day when you take on more drama than what life has already gave you. When you take on more drama than what life has already gave you. See, she was standing. I went to the restaurant and I came back. She was still on the phone. Like, what are you even telling 911? Because cause the only way they would even pull up, you would have to lie on me. Well, he reached for something or he threatened me or he got loud, something. You know? And as I drove off or was driving off, I looked in my rearview mirror. I went to the first red light. She's still standing in the middle of the street on the phone. I get to the second red light. She's still standing on the street on the phone. I can't make this up. And I can't help but think that if I was not a black man, she would not did all of that. And it just shows that even when you do the right thing, offer to move the car. Try to move the car. Let this person get in my personal space. I didn't say back up or none of that. I let her get in my face. Drive off. Don't threaten them. Don't curse. Don't use profanity. Don't call them no names. Don't project things onto them like, girl, you just, you just must be sexually frustrated. None of that. They still want to antagonize you. They still want to send you into treacherous places like dealing with the police. Because let's just say I would have stayed and the police would have came. Because what's crazy, when I got to the second red light, there was actually police right there. They were doing something else, right? But they probably would have been the first response. And let's just say they would have came at me and I would have been like, hold on, bruh. And then they're like, hey, hey, put your hands down. And then next thing you know, we're on the news. Why? Because a black woman 
had feels the need to combat with a black man all the time. As soon as I get off of that, I get on Instagram. You got Akbar coming at Offset, who is a man. What do we in society, what do you black women call men who are consistently always in beef coming at black women or coming at a woman? Y'all call them clowns and, and, and corny, right? But you guys are known to do this. I just seen it happen yesterday. Again, matter of fact, earlier that day, a black woman did it on in traffic. I've had plenty of black women come at me in traffic. I was just with this dude. I was trying to help him out. And we trying to get over into the into the turning lane. And she pulling up. And as soon as she looked in the car and she seen a black man in there, she get gangster. Almost caused three people to get in an accident. And she didn't care about nobody else but herself at that point. I've seen it my whole life, but especially in the last 10 years. Black women, stop doing that. I'm going to warn you guys something, and I'm just warning you. I don't hope or wish this on you at all. I need to make that very clear. I do not wish what I'm about to say on you, but I'm just telling you that this next generation of young black men that are coming up, they're not going to be playing with y'all. They're not going to be playing with y'all's daughters and y'all little sisters either. They're not going to look at you like women anymore. Okay? They're going to look at you the same way you look at us, less than human. And what do we what do you do to something that you treat that is less than human? I don't know. Take some notes from these so-called street dudes and take some notes from the black woman. You treat it like that. You treat it worse than you would treat a dog, worse than you treat a cat. These men are going to start beating y'all up. They're looking around. They're seeing the trans beat you up. They're seeing the gays beat you up. They're seeing you come and fight with men. They're seeing how willing you are to talk to men in ways that no man has even talked to us. Mm. They're seeing how you treat men in ways that men don't even treat us. Even men know, don't talk to no other man like that. Just because you need to get a traffic spot or something like that. They're seeing y'all out here shooting each other. Women, women versus women. Y'all now shooting each other now. There's been several incidents just recently of women killing women, and they were black women killing other black women, boldly, cold-bloodedly, standing over the body and some more stuff, right? They're seeing these things, right? Let's be open and honest. They're getting on YouTube. They're listening to the Minister Japs. They're listening to whatever they're listening to. They're not, they're going to grow up not liking you. You should understand that because you grew up not liking us. You grew up taking upon the pain of the generation before you. And it made you have a disdain towards black men before black men ever did anything to you. Mind you, nowhere in this conversation have I brought up boyfriend and girlfriend stuff. We're talking about basic platonic interactions in the street. That woman yesterday, that wasn't my girlfriend that did that to me. I wouldn't have mentioned it if it was my girlfriend. All girlfriends, black, white, Spanish, and will slap you in the face. At the end of the day, what it comes down to is platonically, I've never, and I've had altercation with white women, had to deal with a white woman in that type of, of light. And that's just one incident, dude. That's just one. That's just one, man. If I had to make an episode for every incident that I personally have ever dealt with, we'd have a whole new season. And it would just be just those episodes about that. I wouldn't even be able to get to talking about 
God or anything else or whatever or whatever I came here to talk to y'all about because I have to tell you guys these stories. These are platonic stories with random black women I do not owe or know. Then to turn around and watch y'all get on the internet and scream that you're unprotected when the, in front of everybody, you will combat with a man that is twice your size. Why would they care about your little plight? Why would anyone take you serious when we're seeing in huge waves black women get up on their own, not after being provoked, not after being called out or agitated, on their own, stand up and get in black men's faces. Stand up and get in. And here's why I say black men even too. You're getting in the man's face, the race of men that everybody's scared of. We're supposed to be the thugs. We're supposed to be the most dangerous men in America. Toe to toe, the most dangerous men in America. And these women don't mind getting up in our faces. They don't mind getting in our faces. They don't mind talking to us in ways that nobody talks to us, not even other black men, not even the police. (laughs) They don't mind uh, doing things to us from breaking our cars, spreading bad rumors about us, stealing our money, whatever the case may be, setting us up to get robbed and shot and killed, right? Uh, Keeping the kids away from us. How much of a victim can you be when you out here trying the so-called most masculine and most gangstest people in America? Think about that. Then you turn around and want respect from us, protection from us, love, and you want unconditional respect, love, and protection. You want unconditional admiration. You want unconditional credit and, and, and appreciation and gratitude. No matter what, as you sit here every day and either A, bully black men. Yeah, let's ca- talk about it. Because you do it knowing that we can't really do nothing back. Let's keep it real. Through the genuine of my heart yesterday did I stay calm. Yes. But even if I wasn't wanting to stay calm, what was I going to do? There's a bunch of people outside. They don't care what she say to me. I'm a man. Black or not, I'm a man. They don't. So you do things knowing that we kind of have no choice but to put up with it. That's what a bully does. That makes you a bully. So like I said, you run around bullying black men. Okay. And the whole world sees this. Then you wonder why things aren't going the way they're supposed to go. And black man, as long as we allow it, we can't wonder why nobody respects us. Your own woman don't respect you. She treats you like a chump. I've seen black women get into faces of some dudes that is tough, tough. I mean, let's go back to the movie Friday. What did, what did uh, Nia Long say to uh, Debo? I'm not scared of you. These niggas around here might be scared of you, but I'm not. She got in Debo's face now. I mean, she had a reason to do it. She had a good reason to do it. That was her sister that he beat up like that, you know? And to the knowledge of my, to my knowledge, she didn't have no brothers. There was nobody else around. That's how the casting goes. It's a movie. But what I'm basically saying is that I've seen too many times where you guys treat us like with little to no respect platonically not your ex-boyfriend not your baby daddy I'm talking about the dude just at Walmart 
and you do it in front of everyone. And then you're the first ones to run to the internet with all these different weird complaints and these weird plights and these weird requests. Why do you think that you can bully a whole group of people from Sherman, the square black guy, to Devontae, the thug, to the Brett, to the Christian brother, to the Muslim brother, to the uh, I love the workout type brother? Like y'all will get in it. Hey, six foot five, five foot three, you don't care. Y'all would get in these men's faces, and we don't see you really getting in nobody else's face like that. Let's keep it real. The only other person's face you get in like that is the black woman. The whole world sees that you are the most. I, I'm, I'm gonna just say it, and I'm not casting judgment. I'm just telling you the truth. And you can deny it all you want, but you know what I'm about to say is true. You know it's true. You're the most violent women on earth. You are the most violent group of women. And the whole world sees this. Okay? There's not millions of videos of six, seven Spanish girls in the middle of the street fighting. And they're supposed to be the feisty, spicy group. You don't see millions of videos of a bunch of white girls put up to somebody's mother's house to fight them. You guys are the, you are the most violent group of women in the world. I don't even understand why anybody would take your plight serious, to be quite frank. And I'm asking you out of love, out of, I feel like almost like a messenger from God. Calm down. Calm down. Stop fighting with your own men. Now, if you've been in situations where these guys are antagonizing you, I don't know what to tell you. Right. I can always tell you to turn the other cheek. And explain to you what turn the other cheek means, what it really means, or what I believe it really means. It doesn't mean to let people pick on you. People take that in the Bible, uh, the book of Matthew, I forgot the, the chapter, I think it's six, I forget, where he talks about turn the other cheek. I believe what he meant by that is this. If you slap me right now, you slap me out of impulse. So as a Christian, what I will do is become a messenger of God for you for you I would do this for you instead of walking away and letting you just face your, your your punishment or punishing you myself off of that I'll give you a chance here's the other cheek now what you gonna do you've had time to think about it you realize the first nature of your first actions are you when I turn to the other cheek gonna slap this one too or are you gonna apologize for the first one if you slap this one too you have shown me no mercy therefore whatever God decides to do with you whether he uses me as the one to do it or whether he brings something else you had your chance you boom slap my first chick I said wow brother that's how you really feel here's the other one you gonna slap this one too that's your chance to say you know what man my bad bro what can I do to fix that here slap mine back or can you forgive me but instead you slap me again and that's what black women do that's what that's what y'all do to us alright I gave her a chance the woman yesterday when I said man would that me to just scoot the car up no 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 stay right there hold on Right? I got out of the car and walked away. What after she decided to call the police on me? And what did she do? She continues to call the police on me. She slapped me in both cheeks. God gonna deal with her. I may not even have to see it. Obviously, I don't even know who she is. You know? 
And what I want black men to realize is this, man. This group is not worth you reacting to. I want every black man to try to handle those situations the way I did. Right? And I'm not trying to put myself... Trust me. I have no, no. Trust me. I am not putting myself in no holier-than-thou type position. I am not. I am just simply saying, don't give me any credit for it either. When you decide to do it, just do it for yourself. When you have these situations come up, look at them and just remember who they are at the end of the day. What they do. This is the this is the cry one of the one of the crybaby groups of America who want to dress certain types of ways. And then when they get treated the way they dress, they get upset. You keep putting on the uniform of a whore. And upset when someone treats you like a whore and when men don't want to marry you or take you serious or mess mess around and have a baby with you and don't really want to be with you. You, you have, that's like me walking up to a cop and being like, Hey, can you help me? Like, what do you want me to help you for? I'm like, you're an officer. This guy just broke into my car. Oh, why are you calling me officer? Like, I'm like, bro, you got a badge on it. Ain't this a cop car? Like, you can't take on a uniform. This is a big crybaby group. They don't want everybody to sexi- sexify them, but they the most sexified. Look at the internet. Who else is on the internet consistently sucking cucumbers, doorknobs, gas pumps, dildos? Huh? Who else is consistently in men's DMs, can, can I borrow $40? Who else is doing these things as consistently as you? I am not saying spend some white women ain't on the internet acting a fool. <laughs> That'd be a lie. They all acting a fool these days, trust me. But the intensity, at the intensity rate that y'all do it, and at the consistency rate, and at the shameless rate, and at the rate where you don't want anything, the consequences that come with it rate. Y'all take that cake, man. I'm telling you this to help you because I hear your complaints. I hear your cries. I watch your videos. I've listened to your shows and I feel like, okay, these complaints could be, could be resolved. These plaints even have some merit, but it's hard to even get on your side. You also want a black man ain't on our side. It's hard to, why would you expect me to be on your side when either you bullying us or you standing by watching? There was about four black women outside yesterday that just stood there. And then when, that, when I looked at one of them, I actually said, it's your friend. And she she just kind of looked at me and kind of made a face like, mm, like kind of like almost like she was on my side. But I couldn't help but think, why are you not doing nothing then? Why are you not doing nothing? And that's why the good black women and the ones who are like, well, Tommy, I'm not like that. I would. We need y'all to say something. This woman was clearly antagonizing me. She was clearly looking for a problem. And there was at least four black women that were outside that I remember. Well, one of them was with that girl. And nobody's, nobody said anything. They stood by. They watched. And I can't help but think that they were only watching to see if I was going to hit her or yell at her. I bet they would have said something then. Why didn't Rod Wave have my back? He sure thought the whole situation was funny. I bet it wouldn't have been funny if you reversed it and I walked up on a woman's car and was like, no, 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 and just holding on to the issue. And we see this so much. 
especially here in the city of Atlanta with black women in particular, where somebody will be like, okay, well, what do you want me to do to fix the situation? And they're like, no, no, it's all good. And it's like, but it's, but it's not because you're still sitting here whining. I, oh, I don't want to use that word, but you, you know, y'all know that I'm, God is still working on me. You, whining and we'll just say complaining about something when you could easily fix it. Why would I not think that this group of people likes having issues and loves drama and violence? If you can run up on the quote unquote most violent group of people, you you must have thought to yourself, there's a high possibility this black man might pull out a gun and shoot me, hit me, call some girls up here to fight me. But you didn't care. You wanted some drama today. 530 on a Monday, bro. 530 p.m. on a Monday, bro. On a Monday. Shorty riding around looking for, looking, uh, what do they call it? She woke up and chose violence. Then want to play, play holy and call the police when it's all, after you done told me it's going to be a mother effing problem. And they love to do it. Like I said, this is not just this Georgia Tech situation. This is just what you see from our black women in general. They love to fight with us. Black women, stop fighting with us. You're not going to get us to side with you. You're not going to get us to want to feel this need to die for you and live for you and be there for you and care about your stories. And neither will the rest of the world if you keep doing this. Everything that you guys are doing is working against the so-called goals and things that you claim to have or claim to want to accomplish. These things do not work with each other they contradict each other i'm not telling you this to judge you i'm not telling you to get you to get off my back i'm telling you this to help you with these so-called complaints that you claim to have if you want people to take these things serious you can't every single day of your life be doing it you can't twerk on kids you can't suck cucumbers and gas pumps for for for, for clout you can't be fighting with your fellow female you can't be getting in men's face you can't do these things and think that the world is going to be on your side who do you think you are you can't wear a blonde weave and then wonder why the black man would go just get with a girl who naturally has straight blonde hair you can't do these things i'm tired of the complaints and not seeing you live up to making sure these complaints don't exist anymore you play a big role You have to do your part, black woman. That's it's as simple as that. If I want a job, I have to apply myself. That's why they call it job applications. If you want something, you need to do the right thing. When I wanted to get God and Jesus in my life, I had to give everything up. Not just what I wanted to give up when I want to give him this and that, but I'm going to still go over here. No, I had to give everything up. That's why I'm able to tell you this message with love. That's why I was able to handle that situation with love. It's because of God. God's grace and mercy, when he saves people like me, he don't just save people like me. He's saving you from me. Because two years ago, there had been some phone calls made about that situation. But... Since God has been working on me and the Holy Spirit's presence is more important to me than any of y'all. When I say y'all, I don't even mean black women. I mean anybody, all y'all listening, any human, including myself. Okay. Um, It's just like, you know what? Do what you got to do, ma'am. 
Do what you gotta do. And I know when she went home, well, I don't actually know. I don't know. Y'all have gotten to this level of arrogance and thinking that you're so right. I don't think that y'all go home and feel bad about the stuff y'all do every day. And that's why I used to really promote the message of black men. We have to just leave black women alone. That's why I used to promote that message. That's why, and if it wasn't for God's grace and mercy, I would still promote that message. And the reason why I used to promote that message was because you can't save or help a group of people who don't think they need to be saved or helped. That think that they have it all figured out. That think that they're perfect. I can't do anything for you. So, black woman, I'm begging you at this point, right? It's literally getting to a point of desperation. You want me on my knees? Fine. You were trying to break us down and get us to beg you and whatever? Cool. I don't not begging you to be in relationships with us. I'm not here to beg you to uh, whatever, cook and clean. I'm just saying, at the bare minimum, can you stop being combative with black men? Especially black men who have not and are not being combative with you. You see, I feel like we have to go to these extremes with y'all. You know, and it shouldn't have to be that because I don't have to do that in altercations or situations similar to that one yesterday with other groups of people. I don't have because I mean, because as I'm talking, I'm thinking like, well, what if I would have been like, sister, sister, come on, sister, I love you, black woman. Don't do this to me. She probably might have lightened up. Right. But no. Why do I have to do that? I don't I don't have to do that. You know, and y'all know in this show, we like to explore every possibility. So I have to explore that one too. Dude, should I have been like pretty much, which got in the car and gave her a hug? Do I have to do that with white women? Do I have to do that with Spanish women who have been just as oppressed and silenced as you? Do I have to do that with Asian women? Do I have to do that with black men? No, I don't. Me and black men have had situations in parking lots and I just be like, all right, brother, what you want me to do? He'd be like, you think you could just back up? I'd be like, yeah, I got you, bro. He'd be like, all right, we appreciate it. And that's it. I don't got to... Black man. I don't got to do all that. Black men don't do that to us. And I'm not being tit for tat. But I'm just saying. Y'all supposed to be the nurturing ones. Why we got to always be women and men too? Why we always got to be women and men too? I was very kind to her. I offered her to move the car. I called her. I believe I called her ma'am. You know... To show respect, even though she might have been the same age as me. I I was very kind. I did not curse. I did not yell. Even when she got in my personal space, I didn't say, yo, can you back up? I didn't get uh, hostile with her. I don't feel like I made her uncomfortable. I think the most thing I did yesterday made her feel uncomfortable, which I feel like I have every right to do, was ask her, are these violent threats that you're making? I mean, I think I said physical threat. I don't think I even used the word violent. I said, and I didn't ask her in a rough way. I said, I said, oh, is that a physical threat? Mind you how she spoke to me. A lot of people are going to try to examine how I spoke to her. And I'm telling you the truth. Once again, I, I don't feel like you can get real results in life if you lie about a story. Because you can only then give me advice based off what I told you. She was using profanity. She was standing in the middle of the street. She ran up on me. She was hostile. She was coming at me with the ghetto babble. All right. This is what I'm saying. 
Why so combative? Why all this smoke for the same men? Come on now. I ain't even gonna finish that sentence. Listen. Black woman. This is the only thing I'm asking from you. As a black man. As a black man who already has enough on his plate. You know that. Because whenever the white man mess with me. You admit that. So admit it today too. You already know I have enough on my plate. Alright. Black woman. What I'm asking you. And I'm pretty sure all black men are okay with me speaking for them right now. Please. Stop being so combative with us. I'm not, that doesn't mean go be combative with someone else. That just means stop being so combative with us, especially when we're not being combative with you. Is that not too much to ask for? Because if you have a problem as a black woman, as a female, forget black, as a female, If you have an issue with what I just asked of you, and especially as calm and as loving as I put my tone to be, you have no right to be upset when people call y'all masculine. People call y'all violent and say, you know what, just stay away from them. Don't date them, don't talk to them. Minimalize all interactions with them. Because you've got to be one savage person. And I hate to say this word, I really do. But there's got to be bitterness inside of you. To the point where if someone asking you, hey, look, from now on, you want peace? I want peace. We don't got to be best friends. We don't got to date. We don't got to get married. But can you at least not be combative with black men who are not combative with you? I ain't even say put up with the bull crap. I just said don't be combative with the ones that aren't combative with you. If that's a problem, if that triggers you, if that makes your skin crawl, if you're over there tapping your feet right now, tapping your nails, rolling your eyes, and and more importantly than any of those things, if you're over there, well, can y'all do this? Don't, don't, if you're doing any of that, just stay away, bro. Seriously. There's no hope for you. There's no hope for you. If you're having to, I know some of y'all right now is in y'all heads like, or you out loud with your homegirl like, well, we can stop being combative when y'all start to, no, no, no. That's, that has nothing, that has no correlation to what I just said. It is this simple. I'm going to make it very simple for those black women who I know are listening right now. Once again, because you like to be hard-headed and stubborn. Can you please stop being combative? Stop being aggressive. Stop letting your masculinity fly with black men who are not being combative, aggressive, and 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 pushing their masculinity or their femininity on you. Is that fair? We can talk about what you need from black men later on, but we need this done first because as black men, we cannot take you serious and most of us won't take you serious until we can start to see consistency in two things. You stop being combative and when we see when the few that are, the black women who are around step and say, sis, come on. It's not like that. This is, this is your brother. He didn't do anything to you. He's going to move his car, okay? Sir, can you move your car? Yeah, I can move the car. I was going to move it anyway. All right, thank you. Come on, girl. Don't do that. We already got enough issues with black people, and it's a bunch of white people sitting around watching right now. We don't need to put on a show for them. When we start to see that, I'm pretty sure all the things you're asking for would naturally come anyway. They'll naturally come. But for a lot of us, we be very nice to black women. 
and they'll be mean back to us. This is consistent. Black women, you cannot lie and I will not let you lie and say, y'all did the same thing. No, we do not. You are not nice to black men and black men are mean to you. Stop telling that lie. You know that's not, that is nowhere near a general statement. That might be one or two, but that is not the few. It's dang sure not the many. Every day we see black men compliment you, hold doors for you, be nice to you. I have personally have not ever seen, not consistently, a black woman be nice to a black man and him turn around and get combative with her. As men of any race, we're not allowed to do that. Society does not allow us to get combative with women. So don't try to come with the comebacks. Because y'all love, y'all can't ever have a conversation without, well, what about Wendy? Or, well, what about, well, well, what are y'all going to do? What we're going to do is keep not being combative with you. And what you're going to do is either A, stop being combative, and then we can finally get somewhere. Or B, you're going to keep being combative and you're going to run into this next generation of men. And this next generation of men was not raised like I was. (laughs) They was not, they are going to be shooting, beating, and stabbing y'all. Straight up. Then you can really complain. It's your boy Tommy V for our sex and I'm out.